When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hindsight. Me saying that on the show sounds really bad because then I was not actually here. on <laughs> Amber and Ian yesterday. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. Little bit of a miscommunication with the bosses, though. I think I just wasn't thinking when I was saying that. See, I had actually taken Monday off, but now it looks like I called in because I had the Vegas Nashville hangover. Yep. I was supposed to not be here, though. I was supposed to not be. I forgot that I had already planned ahead and taken Monday off, frankly, okay. so Look, that I could all rest. Been there, you know, all the, you're weary. You're like, God, I can't believe I thought I could work tonight. <laughs> the audio doesn't lie. Doesn't lie. Well, then um, here's the problem. A little under My the weather was... here. Uh, you know, kid brought home with some crud from daycare. <laughs> yes. Uh, I feel terrible. Can't work. It's okay. Preschool. James called out, too, so. Yes, James also didn't show yeah. up. And then also, Rachel, surgery. you weren't here last night. So I was a scheduled sh- off day. So. Yeah, sure you were. So was I. Nobody, nobody That's showed up. That's not what you said last week. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I am here tonight. I did make it. I made it through Vegas. I made it through Nashville. I want stories, but first of all, film don't lie. It's the old saying in ball, right? And <laughs> ball don't lie. audio does not lie when you speak into the microphone and they're rolling tape. So there you go. Well, there you go. So I How was, was not it? How about, just quickly before we get into Aaron Rodgers and everything else and, you know, all hell breaking loose around the National Football League, give us a quick summation of uh, you getting in around 3 a.m. on Friday. Uh-huh. How was Adele? How was Chiefs, okay. Broadway, all that stuff in Nashville and the hangover on Monday? It was the worst travel day I've ever had domestically. The longest travel day I think I've ever had domestically, which is saying a lot because I travel all the time. But it was it was pretty horrendous. Getting out to Vegas on Friday, we were supposed to leave for Vegas Friday morning, and that would have put us in Vegas by Vegas time at a very reasonable early afternoon hour. And so we would have had the afternoon, we would have had the evening, we had plans to go to dinner, do all the things, and then go to sleep. And so we would have gotten somewhat of a Friday in Vegas. Instead... We got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed so much that I spent six hours at the airport that is 20 minutes from my house, Ian. And the airport that is 20 minutes from my house... I know the intro says I live in Miami. I don't. I live in Sarasota, Florida. And so the Sarasota airport is lovely to fly out of if, in fact, you don't have to spend much time there. But if you have to spend much time there, there ain't nothing. I mean, there's no security line, which is great. I went outside security three different times because there ain't no line. But also, there's nothing in terms of amenities. I mean, there's hardly food anywhere at that. So if you spend six hours in that airport, it's quite miserable. And then we ended up getting rerouted. We got rerouted multiple times through multiple states. We ended up actually flying to Nashville to get to Vegas. I got to my hotel room, I think at three in the morning, right around three in the morning in terms of of Eastern. So to my body, it was 3 a.m. I slept for, I think like four hours that my neighbors in our hotel were, I don't know if they were fighting on the balcony or having a good time. It was hard to decipher. I slept something like four hours that night rocked with it the next day went to Adele Adele was spectacular so worth it 
but then went to sleep that night, hardly got any sleep that night, woke up really early the next day, got on a plane, flew back to Nashville. <laughs> it was wild. And then you wonder why she wasn't here last night. So, so there you go. In, All right, I was bam, in Vegas. And you I was a- in Vegas for something like 24 hours. Like, r- truly. It might have been 36 if I really added up. But I had one day in Vegas. And then I flew to Nashville. And then I hit Broadway. So that's how you do it, folks. Amber and, and Ian is- to bed. Is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So when our boss then informed me, wait, you had actually taken off Monday. I, I found that out as I was flying home early Monday morning, which was glorious news because, of course, I was exhausted after this trip. And so I thought, okay, great. You know what? I'm going to get to sleep early tonight, and then I'll be able to catch up. And instead, Aaron Rodgers decides to set the world on fire, quite literally light the New York Jets on fire uh, with this Achilles injury that is going to be the end of his season with the Jets. His career, possibly, also could see an end here, a Hall of Fame career. Four snaps is all it lasted for the Jets. But then the Jets go on to win that game in epic fashion, in OT, and of course, I definitely did not go to sleep until after that game, Ian. So, so going into last night, Greeny had me to the point where I, I, I despise the Jets because all we've heard from the Reasonable. moment that Aaron Rodgers became a Jet is Jets and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers and Jets and the, 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 a degree of jock sniffing that I've never seen before. I mean, this is Canton-esque. And, you know, so last night going in, I was kind of an anti-Jets guy. And who, who's anti-Jets? I mean, this, this this franchise is as cursed as any, as I as I know in professional sports. I, you know, I mean, going into the Red Sox of 04, right? I mean, the Jets haven't have had, they have nothing outside of Joe Namath to really hang their hat on. That was 50 years ago. So and Mark Sanchez. Couple conference champion, championship appearances, right? Okay, right. Well, good for you. I mean, it's been but, tough sledding. As, as far team. as the yeah, the big tamale, they got they got Namath, and that's about it. Uh-huh. And then last night, after the fourth snap, I'm sitting there going, I started feeling myself feeling sorry for the New York Jets. And then you have this remarkable feel good story of Xavier Gibson, who went to the same high school my daughters go to the same high school, two Heisman Trophy winners, and Davey O'Brien and Tim Brown. And Tim Brown, the Hall of Famer, will join us coming up later on the show here on Amber and Eon on ESPN Radio. I mean, you have that moment from undrafted rookie free agent who had a scratch and claw to make the team, housing in his NFL debut on Monday Night Football after Aaron Rodgers goes out. with At the time, when that happened, we knew he was, he was done. And I thought, and at that moment, Gabe Neitzel brought it up, and he was spot on. When you're in an NFL press box, and you have an injury happen, 99 out of 100 times they will announce on the PA either questionable or doubtful to return. You never, ever hear out. And when they announced in the second quarter, Aaron Rodgers out, we both went, "Uh oh, all right, this is not good at all." So you have you you pretty much know that whatever is going to happen next there in Rodgers is not going to be good news, and to have that feel good story of Gibson was mesmerizing. It was it was awesome. It's one of those. It's it's why you it's why we love sports. It's the ultimate reality TV show, and that's when I've, I felt you know what I might start pulling for the Jets now because of stories oh. like that, and now I'm pulling for Zach Wilson. Yeah, you know the the dude who lost a team with one word last year, one word at the podium when they had like sixty two yards of total offense. Do you feel you let your defense down? No. 
entire team, get his ass out of here. Well, now I'm pulling for that guy. I mean, because I went from being beaten over the head with Jets and Aaron Rodgers for how many months to now this? I have become a damn Jets fan, Amber. And I hope we see Aaron Rodgers again. But in the moment, man, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of pulling for the Jets to prove a lot of people wrong. I think Jets fans would warn you against becoming a Jets fan if you can help it. I, one I year, did the one math. year only. Right? I, I did the math. And I think we spent something like 73,482 hours talking about Aaron Rodgers and what he's going to mean to this New York Jets team. And again, his career, it appears, with the New York Jets lasted an entirety of four snaps. Josh Allen had more completed passes last night to New York Jets players than Aaron Rodgers' entire career (laughs) may have with the New York Jets. It is remarkable. You mentioned there, though, Xavier Gibson. You mentioned Zach Wilson. I've always been one. I always have. Somehow I became this, I mean, James can tell you, this weird defender of Zach Wilson, and the people were accusing me of being related to Zach Wilson because Wilson, Wilson, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know? Like, I'm not his mom, okay? I'm not his big sister. I just always felt like he was getting the short end of the stick to at an extent because the way that the Jets were toggling him back and forth with Mike White, I didn't think it made any sense when you had the second overall pick. Go ahead and see if he's your guy. Figure that out. Give him the opportunity to fully fail. So there's just no question left in your mind, and you know you can move forward. They didn't do that. I felt like they mishandled that whole situation, and now it's that guy that they're most likely going to have to rely on in order to try to get something out of this season when you have easily a championship caliber defense that was on full display last night. So we will continue to talk now about where the New York Jets go from here, what this means for Aaron Rodgers and his career and the mess that was Josh Allen last night and the Buffalo Bills. Coming up next, though, what should the Jets do? We want you to chime into the conversation, okay? Is it Zach Wilson that should be the answer for New York? Should they go somewhere else and bring in a quarterback from the outside? Play GM for us. The phone lines are open. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Aaron Rodgers is sitting down in the field. He's hurt. All summer long, we talked about the left tackles, the both tackles. We talked about the offensive line of the Jets and, and how much of it would be an issue. I think it sort of uh, skipped over panic into just morbid depression uh, and a feeling of why can't we have anything. Concerned with his Achilles. Uh, MRI is probably going to confirm what we think is already going to happen. So prayers tonight, but it's not good. It is not good. It is not good for the New York Jets. It is not good if you are a New York Jets fan. Aaron Rodgers, who your entire season hopes rested on, he is no longer going to be available to your team. Done with that Achilles injury. And so where do the Jets go from here? They have Zach Wilson under center. They're clearly going to bring in somebody else as well. But we're allowing you to play general manager. What should the Jets do moving forward? Triple H, say ESPN, 888 Seven two nine three seven seven six. That's where we find Paul. Paul is calling us from Portland. Hey, Paul. Thanks for the call. What should the Jets do? Hey, I have a hilarious idea for the Jets. Uh, they can get out from under Rogers' contract by calling the Broncos. Broncos can get under their own problem contract. Offer up Russell Wilson. Take on Rogers in that first round pick and tank into next year's draft. So, Russell Wilson, the problem is, if you're the oh Jets, Lord. you're not doing it. And and the reason that you're not doing I would imagine, first no, of all, the Jets... Don't, don't, Amber, don't even... Just don't, don't even, even go down this don't, path. Don't even try and give logic to that. Because the Broncos have money locked up for too long. You absolutely need to reunite Russell Wilson oh, and Nathaniel yeah. Hackett. That, 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 that part my, of it This is my favorite hilarious. call we've had. The Nathaniel Hackett-Russell Wilson angle would be hilarious. And the Jets would have to be paying him money for years. And it went so well the first time that we saw those two paired together. Paul in Portland, just thinking outside the box. The Jets. Ian, the the Jets do have a uh, first-round pick now because Aaron Rodgers is not going to meet that snaps quota that would have made it the pick of the Green Bay Packers. Now the Packers are going to get a second-round pick. That means that the Jets keep and retain their first-round pick. They can use that in order to trade for a quarterback, or maybe they find one in terms of the free agent market. Triple H say ESPN. That's where we find Nick in Long Island. Hey, Nick, go ahead. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Um, I, I, re- I really think this Jets defense is legit, and they showed it last night, but I can't think Zach Wilson is going to carry this team to possibly a playoff run. They have the weapons on offense, but Zach Wilson, when he came in yesterday, they didn't even trust him to throw the ball. They, they need to go out and go get someone. I think that someone could be a Jacoby Brissett or maybe even a Carson Wentz. I mean, Zach Wilson isn't the guy for this team. Zach Wilson last night, Ian, 14 of 21, 140 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Yeah, and after the pick where he hit Milano, linebacker for the Bills, right between the five and the eight, and he, I was expecting him to go into a cocoon. Garrett Wilson, star wide out for the Jets, comes over. They have a conversation on the bench. And then after that, Zach Wilson bus drove that game, I thought, pretty well. He didn't get him beaten, had put him in a position to be able to win the game. But after that, I really thought that he was going to go into the, you know, go suck his thumb in a fetal position on the corner of the bench, and he didn't. And I think a lot of credit goes to Garrett Wilson. 
But if you want to be real and, and actually come up with an actual name of a quarterback that that the Jets should go and, and bring in, uh, Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. Colt McCoy is a seasoned vet that if you need him for a two, three game stretch, right, you're going to go one and two or two and one. He's going to keep you in the game. He's not going to get you beaten. And that, to me, is would be my first phone call up on the Jets. All of this Tom Brady conversation <laughs> is is asinine. We're the dude do that. How is long not, are we going to do that for? By the I mean, way, like is, Bra- is Brady going to be fifty, and we're still some team's going to need a quarterback? Thank you, we're still Amber. Like Tom's out here. I don't know if people, the casual fan, understands how, what it takes to get your body ready for an NFL season. These guys start training in March. Why would you, if you're Tom Brady in your mid forties, want you're to not. stand behind that line for two seconds? You're not. You just saw Aaron Rodgers' career end, possibly. And you know what's crazy? He's behind that line and also playing on turf. And now you have Aaron, you have Tom Brady watching his television set, thinking, "Oh, that's where I, that's what I want to be. That's what I want to be doing in my mid forties." You know what's nuts? It, one is to say, I think Tom Brady's going to the Jets. After, by the way, he was just honored in New England. Yeah, we're going right. to go to one of their rivals uh, immediately afterward. It's that's not going to happen. He weighs like one eighty now. I mean, did you see the man? Looks great. I mean, uh, Colt McCoy. By the way, here's the problem. Ian is that he's reportedly dealing with an elbow injury, which is one of the reasons that the Cardinals cut him. Well, that's a problem then. Yeah. Didn't know so, that, and he but... also dealt with injuries last season. So yeah, Didn't know I that. Mean, he's got 13 years under his belt. He's got a, a lot of, a lot of starts, but... 36 starts, 56 career games played. He's got a lot of experience, but the injury component of this makes that concerning. Triple eight say ESPN Rick in California. Hey Rick, thanks for the call. What should the jets do? Well, I think the Jets should go and see if Kaepernick can play. You already seen what he can do with a defense behind him. Uh, Colt McCoy, he's not going to run out of pressure. Kaepernick, hey, if you don't have the bookends, he can at least skate pressure. And you need somebody on the sideline that's going to command the team. Zach Wilson, he, he didn't even show up. To me, as a football player, he didn't show up. You want somebody that's going to go in there and command the team. He had all the opportunity, four plays into the game, to come in, slap people helmets, get them going, and kind of, to me, he looks like a deer in the headlights. A lot of people are saying that about Zach Wilson, by the way. I think it's a little unfair. And, again, this is like now I'm going to be the Zach Wilson defender and everybody's going to be accused, accuse me of being related to Zach Wilson. You love but Zach Wilson. They, I, it's That's so weird. Lie. It's so weird, James. But this is what Hates happens, Hates Aaron Rodgers. Love Zach Wilson. He came into such a difficult situation last night. I mean, an impossible situation. They designed that entire offense around Aaron Rodgers. He was not at all expecting to have to walk into that situation four snaps into the game. And so, yes, he's going to look a bit like a deer in headlines uh, in headlights because nobody was prepared for that. Everybody, Robert Sala looks shook on the sidelines. How do you expect the young quarterback backing up Aaron Rodgers to not look a little shook? Yeah, look, he went 14 of 21 for a buck 40, one touchdown, one pick. And that catch by Garrett Wilson was absolutely just sensational. That dude is so, so good. He, he bust drove the game. And that's all you're looking for right now from him. But Colin Kaepernick hasn't played in seven years. Five it's, years I, ago, I, I'm in. I was screaming I, for Colin right, Kaepernick to get yeah. another shot. Right? And he should have. But he didn't. He hasn't played in seven years. This is not fantasy football. You, I mean, so they're going to have to go and find a legit backup. And I didn't know about the Colt McCoy, you know, elbow injury, uh, but that was my number one. 
I mean, do you give a, a seventh rounder to the Falcons for Taylor Heineke? You know that that that's a that's a legit option because Heineke's another guy. If you need him for three, four, five, six games, he's going to keep you afloat. He's not going to get you beaten. But we we're talking about realistic things, not Tom bleeping Brady, not Andrew Luck. Who I, I saw Andrew Luck last year when I was calling a Colts game. The dude's about a, 160 pounds. He's, I mean, Andrew Luck. If you could, if you could talk him into coming back, but he also doesn't want to play football. No, so, he, he so literally. There's also that conversation Amber, to I, be had. When I say he's a buck sixty, buck seventy, I'm not joking. My my daughter, who's a goalkeeper, weighs about as much as he does. I mean, right. the man lost the equivalent of a Backstreet Boy when it comes to weight. He was he played at like two forty. I mean, and I'm not not no exaggeration. I I would I'd wager that Andrew Luck is about 180 pounds. Yeah, let's just go bring him off the street. Mm-hmm. He's done. He doesn't and, want and to play do- anymore. And he doesn't want to. He doesn't yes. want to. It's That's not why even he the lost the weight. Con- now, Colin Kaepernick's agent, there are reports out there that his agent had contacted the Jets. We know he had wanted, certainly, to play in the NFL again. But I'm with you. It's like, how many years are we even going to, to do that with him? Like, these guys that have been away from the league for years, plural, That's an impossible situation to walk into because they're not ready. Some people are calling for Matt Ryan with the career that he had. I don't mind Matt Ryan as as a, a guy that can teach Zach Wilson in the film room. I don't mind that at all. He's a statue back there, but when it comes to in the room and as a backup, I don't know if Matt Ryan would be willing to do it, but if you could get him, that is not a bad option at all, especially when it comes to learning the game like Zach Wilson has done the last few months under Aaron Rodgers. Well, and that's what he was supposed to be able to do under Aaron Rodgers. We'll see how much Aaron Rodgers is around this team moving forward for Zach Wilson to continue to do that. And coming up next, we will stick with this. We will continue to take your calls on the Jets throughout tonight's show. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Throws for Ayuk, well covered. Caught by Brandon Ayuk anyway! Touchdown! 
Francisco still inbounds down the sideline. Diving for the end zone. Touchdown! CMC! We absorb the negativity that comes with how we perform today, and we go back to work. We got to prepare them better. They got to play better. We got kicked in the teeth today. So, are the New York Jets, their hopes for a Super Bowl, are they done? Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Because, Ian, a lot of people are calling it an overreaction right at the same time. We did see how unbelievable that Jets defense truly is. And, boy, do they look every bit as unbelievable as we expected. And they are a very, very young team. So I do wonder, when we talk about the Jets' window, this idea that it was only based on Aaron Rodgers, if it is, in fact, overstated. Let's bring in some help with the conversation about all things NFL. ESPN NFL analyst Andrew Hawkins joining us here on Amber and Ian. And, Hawk, thanks so much for joining us. Let's just start there. A lot of people saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers' season is done, so now the New York Jets are done. Do you believe it? I don't believe it. Now, look, I, to, to win a Super Bowl, do I believe you have a higher chance if you have one of those top you know, two to five quarterbacks? Absolutely. But if you look at what the Jets did on Monday night, and if you're in that locker room, you know, if I'm the coach, I'm telling them, A, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to show them what kind of team you really are, the culture we've been building, right? And for most teams, it's like, okay, might be a little bit of lip service. But for them, they have a real-life sample size to show what they're capable of. The Buffalo Bills are a team that a lot of people have in the Super Bowl. They're a team that people have winning the division. They are perennial um, contenders in the AFC. And even without Aaron Rodgers, look at the way that that defense made Josh Allen look. And they did what they had to do to get a W on national television on the first Monday Night Football of the season. So they're not going to play very many opponents that are better than the Buffalo Bills. So as long as they can stay healthy and if they have that mentality, I do think they have a chance at the playoffs and maybe beyond. If you're Garrett Wilson or any other leader on that team, and Garrett Wilson has become a leader in only his second year in the NFL, that's how good this guy, that's how great this guy is. Hawk, what, what, what would you be saying in that room when, when they reconvene tomorrow? Exactly what I just said. This is our opportunity, right? We still have not just good players. We have exceptional players on this team everywhere. Brees Hall comes back in his first game and, and goes over 100 yards, right, besides everybody on defense. Like you said, Garrett Wilson is a superstar wide receiver in the making, and superstar wide receivers make everybody around them better, specifically their quarterback. The thing about Zach Wilson is, yes, he hasn't lived up to the expectations of the draft, but you don't get drafted that high without the talent, right? And if he has the right amount of talent, if he can be coached, and Nathaniel Hackett can truly – come in and get the best out of Wilson, this team really has a chance because there's not very many holes anywhere else. Andrew Hawkins, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here on Amber and Ian. Let's talk about what happened with the other team, though. It's being overshadowed by the injury to Aaron Rodgers and by the Jets pulling it out. The Bills, on the other hand, man, did they do everything they could to lose that game. And Josh Allen looked terrible. What did you make of his performance? Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen has to live up to the expectation at this stage, right? I mean, we've put him in this top five quarterback category for a long time now, and it, it's time for him to come to the table and, and show and prove that. I think sometimes Josh Allen, because he's so talented, he tries to do way too much at certain times. And he really, as a veteran in the league now, 
has to pick his opportunities of when to take chances. He has to stop taking hits when he runs the football because it's too dangerous. And yes, you're big. Yes, you're physical. But to only rely on that is something that a young quarterback does. He has to start using his mind a lot more than he is currently. Field turf, when you hear those two words versus natural grass, those two words, as a player who played in this league a long time, explain to folks the difference. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's different for everyone. I I mean, you know, it does absolutely put wear and tear on your knees. Um, It definitely uh, stresses your joints and all your lower extremities because it's it's kind of so laborious to get in and out. It's just a very hard surface, and, and, and grass is going to be better on the body. Um, but to be honest, I think there's a lot more players that people realize that would prefer playing on turf, right? And I, and I think the injuries that you'll see, specifically an Achilles tear from a 39-year-old quarterback, um, it probably isn't field turf. When you get in these situations, you have to blame somebody. You can blame the defense. You can blame the turf. You can, you can point fingers at a lot of places. Um, to say that it was a surface issue for Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if I buy it, but I'm not a doctor and I'm also not a, a, a surface scientist, you know, but that's just my own opinion. Could it have been an O-line issue for Aaron Rodgers? I did not think that the Jets O-line looked like it would be capable of protecting a 39-year-old quarterback. No. I mean, the four plays he played, I mean, he was sacked twice and he was under duress in the other ones, right? So, you know, um, Again, the injury is super unfortunate, and I don't think any of us could predict it on play four that Aaron Rodgers' season and the hype train that has been building with the New York Jets would be over. But to your point about that offensive line, I mean, that would if if that sample size of Monday night and specifically those four plays with Aaron was an indicator of what the season was going to look like, you were probably not going to see the happy-go-lucky Aaron Rodgers that you saw in the offseason with the New York Jets for very long. See, I thought the play he got hurt. I thought Dwayne Brown did a good job. Uh, some people are it, saying Rogers, that. Like, Rogers didn't get rid of the football. But I put it, and so some people are saying that that he hung, that he hung on to it too long. But overall, when you take those oh, four no, snaps yeah, I, collectively, they looked atrocious. They even looked bad with Zach behind them. I'm not defending the the, the line. I'm just saying yeah. on the play he got hurt. He should have got rid of the football. I mean, yeah, yeah, he had, he, yeah, he had I mean, enough time. Though. I mean, you're always going to scrutinize a play where. Uh, the result is as catastrophic as it is in that moment. But Aaron Rodgers has been in this league a long time. This is the way he plays football. If, there's, like, if he's holding on to the ball long in a play, I, I am going to defer to that's what he felt should happen on the play, right? And not to say that the O-line, it's their fault he got hurt. No, if he got sacked, it is what it is. He's been sacked a million times. I don't think anybody could predict that an Achilles tear would happen on that play. So to your point, yeah, he may have held the ball long, but that's a risk he was willing to take to make a play down the field, which we've seen from Aaron Rodgers for the last, you know, 15 years. Overall, Hawk, in week one, it it looked like the old preseason game three when we had four preseason games, right? You had a lot of of teams out there that just looked like they were working off some rust and, and, and trying to get into a groove. When you, when you watched week one overall, what was your, what was your impression of, of, just the overall play that we saw on the field. Yeah, I think exactly what you said. I, I, I think that, you know, in this new kind of preseason structure where you barely, if ever, see starters for a team, and they now treat it as just like tryout exhibition games where players try to make the roster, um, you're going to get a lot more week ones the way you saw them. These, you know, big name and big money and high-paid quarterback and high-powered offenses that we've, 
talked about all offseason and we say are the face and the way the league is going, they did not look like that. And, you know, I mean, that's typical for defenses to have the edge early in the season, but I even feel like it was far beyond what we're used to seeing. So, you know, a lot of them better get some chemistry and, and get it quick. I mean, there's a couple teams that were, that were rolling. Um, but again, I, I, I think that is a representation of how they've approached their offense, specifically as the Miami Dolphins, right? Their, their offense looked like they didn't miss a beat from when Tua went down before. And I, I actually had the chance to go see them in the offseason, and they were in rare form in the spring. So it is, you know, it's something that teams will have to adapt to. I think going forward, I think next preseason, you're going to see a lot more of these starters and specifically quarterbacks playing more than you did this previous year. Hawk, you just made my night that you brought up my Miami Dolphins that I didn't even have to be obnoxious and bring up my Miami Dolphins because I was planning to. I mean, Tyreek, 11 receptions, 215 yards, a couple touchdowns. That connection looked pretty good with two ESPN NFL analyst Andrew Hawkins. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me, guys. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian. Your phone calls are always welcome when you want to join the conversation. Triple eight say ESPN. We will continue to react to all things NFL week one and college football week two. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another season, a new quarterback, well, a new old quarterback, a new starting quarterback, I should say, and the Packers still owning the Chicago Bears. So let's get into all things Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers react around the NFL. And for that, we bring in Packers Ring of Honor member and host of Wildy and Tausch. Mark Tauscher joining us here on Amber and Ian. And Mark, thanks so much for your time. So let's start with your guy there in Green Bay. Jordan Love, 15 of 27, 245 yards three touchdowns, beats the Chicago Bears. Do you think that game was more about the Bears or more about the Packers? Uh, I mean, like everything else, I think it was a little bit of both, but there's no doubt from a Packers standpoint, it could not have went better. Um, Jordan Love played, you know, we saw him in the preseason and he looked really good, but everybody was kind of thinking, all right, well, yeah, the preseason is the preseason. But to go down and play on the road in your first, you know, I know he started in Kansas City in the COVID year, but in his first real start as QB1 and have the, you know, the poise and the control that he did and make the big plays on third down that he did. I know his stat line's not gaudy, but what he did is he just made a ton of plays. And the biggest thing as a young player in this league, and especially at the quarterback spot, is 
getting your teammates faith and belief that you're the guy. And with what Matt LaFleur had to say and all of his teammates had to say after that game, they said it before, but I think everybody wants validation. And this was that first step in a big time validation. So I think Jordan Love and what Matt LaFleur did, uh, you know, as a game plan, I don't think the Bears are very good, but I think it's still important. Everybody kind of thought the Packers weren't going to be very good. And I think they kind of put some people on notice that, hey, even though Aaron Rodgers left, this offense and this team could be pretty good. Yeah, well, we'll get your thoughts on your former teammate and good friend Aaron Rodgers coming up in a second. But, I mean, you look at Love. He starts 8 of 17 in the game. He finishes 7 of 10 uh, over his last set, you know, complete 7 of his last 10 in the game. Three touchdowns, no picks. As a teammate with a young quarterback getting his true, real first start as the guy, how do you react to that? You're excited. Um, I think everybody, again, you're in the locker room and you're going to support your guys and you're going to support your starting quarterback. The decision was made and, you know, I think everybody's on board, but you're still as, you know, especially veteran players are kind of like, ah, you know, how's this going to go? And you can only really take it from the experiences that you have. And for Jordan to go out and play, and again, there's still a lot of things that he's going to want to do better, especially in that second quarter, third quarter. But what he did on third down and uh, his fourth and three, the little option route to uh, Aaron Jones for the touchdown, the, making big plays in those big moments, that's really what playing quarterback's about. You can have some bad stretches, but when the money's on the line, it's third and 13, he throws a dot to Jaden Reed uh, to pick up a big first down when Chicago starts climbing back in the game. Those are the moments you're looking for your guy to step up and make plays. And when he does that, man, it's really easy to jump on that bandwagon. And now you have some proof that, hey, Jordan Love's pretty good. Uh, it's early. It's a small sample size. But guys definitely jumped on, and I think there's, a, there's an excitement level to Jordan. Mark Tauscher joining us here on Amber and Ian. Mark, how could it happen a third time? Like, how is it possible that the Packers could find a really good quarterback three times in a row? Those other two guys, oh, by the way, having Hall of Fame careers. Well, I mean, again, let, I think we pumped the brakes a little bit, but through one week, absolutely, let's you know, ride the enjoyment. But I do think you know, there's all kinds of different ways for great quarterbacks to play, and most guys will play right away if you're a first-round pick. But what the Packers have done, and you know, they've taken a lot of criticism for it, is bring somebody in maybe earlier than the prior quarterback, the Hall of Fame quarterback wants, and lets him learn from how he approaches it and doesn't just get thrown out there and then lose his confidence. He ends up being able to see it and maybe even sit longer than he wants. And then when you get out there to play, you're more prepared and you can go function. And then the other thing is, you know, one of the big things, you look around the league and you guys know this, the offensive lines, if you don't have a good old line. You saw the Jets struggle last night. You don't have a good offensive line. Your quarterback, I don't care who you have back there, it's going to be tough. And Green Bay has had good offensive lines for a long time. So it comes back to building a good football team around these guys, but then also letting them kind of grow into the job. And I do wonder if more teams are going to keep looking. If Jordan Love becomes the guy we all hope he is, everybody's going to be looking like, man, maybe this is the road to go, is to let these guys sit two years, three years, and de- develop and learn behind great players that are before them. Talsh, you mentioned last night, you're, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a friend of yours. You played a lot of years together. You're in the Green Bay Packer Ring of Honor. He will be. Uh, he's going to Canton. So when you saw him go down with that Achilles, what was your initial reaction? I don't even want to ask the first word that came out of your mouth. I think we, we probably couldn't yeah. say it on air. but Yeah, I was at a uh, seventh-grade football game, and I started getting a bunch of texts. So then I got home, and I 
watch the highlights or the lowlights of it, and you're just you're you just feel sick. Uh, you you know I understand Packer fans and the disappointment with how last season played out, but just from a guy and you know, looking at how much he's put into what you know, being a New York Jet and going up there and doing all the off season stuff and putting everything into it and the excitement level that he had and really believing that that his football team with the Jets was going to be a contender, and then for it to all just go away four plays into a season, I mean. It's devastating. And, you know, selfishly, you know, obviously I, I'm a friend of Aaron's and I enjoy, want to see him play. But just from a football stand, a fan standpoint, the Jets are a great storyline now. Otherwise, it would, you know, what were they going to be? They're, it was another kind of a parallel track to watch how that trade played out from a Packer fan standpoint. And now that season is over. And, you know, the draft pick is going to Green Bay. It's not going to be a one. It's going to be a two. So there's all of these other things. But just from a football standpoint, I, I feel like we got robbed of potentially a really great storyline week in and week out when Aaron Rodgers uh, came up injured. Mark Tasher joining us here on Amber and Ian, of course, a member of the Packers Ring of Honor. Also, you can check him out on Will Day in Tausch. So let's talk about the NFC North. Uh, how do you see this division right now? Because it's a very hard one to predict. I get we're only one week into the season, but how do you feel about the Packers' chances of dominating this thing? Well, I think dominating is going to be strong. I think it's going to be Detroit and Green Bay. And, um, you know, I kind of went out and we were discussing, and I thought that there's three teams that were going to be kind of all in that 9, 10, 8, that win total. But it looks like Minnesota, you lose to Tampa Bay at home, and I don't care if it's week one. You know, in Kirk Cousins, you've kind of made the decision, hey, this is going to be his last year unless they're going to give him another big, fat contract, which I don't think they're going to do. It feels like Minnesota is going to drop off. They had all those close wins last year. They let a lot of their veteran players on defense go. They let Dalvin Cook walk out the door. So it almost feels like they're trying to do like a low-key rebuild, but they're going to fall into it. And I think Detroit is the real deal, and I think Green Bay is going to be a lot better than I think a lot of people anticipated. That The one thing I know about Green Bay is that we're going to get a lot better as the season goes because you're talking about the youngest receiving core. Maybe I can't think of a younger receiving core that I've ever seen play in an NFL game. I mean, last week we had one guy that had played any meaningful snaps last year, and everybody else's rookies are first-year players. So going to get a lot better, and I think that defense, if they can keep that intensity up and rush the passer as good as they did, Rashawn Gary's going to continue to get better coming off of his ACL. If that pass rush is the real deal, I, Green Bay is going to be a tough squad, and I think you know Detroit and Green Bay are going to be the two teams left uh, at the end of the year. All right. I thought I was tone deaf. You gotta explain yourself on this, coach. Okay. I wanna know who love is. I want you to show me. I wanna see Goody's kids play. <laughs> and give some positivity to Willie. Tells you're a brave soul, man. I'm not going to lie to you. You guys think that's tone deaf. I think that's awesome. Uh, Maybe maybe I just don't know good music, but I thought Grammy Award winning uh, play right there is what I was thinking. Top of the charts. Who wrote the lyrics to the ode to Jordan Love that you were belting out right there? So what we do on our show is we do headlines every week. And with Jordan Love coming on, my brother is part of our kind of team and he decided to write the lyrics, and he wants to bring Jordan Love. And there's a, if you start thinking about it, you go to a wedding, 
every song's got love in a love shack. So every week we're going to try and do something different. He provides the lyrics. I provide the soundtrack. And uh, my, when my kids said, you know what, Dad, that's, I've done Eminem in the past. I've done some other things that maybe weren't as critically acclaimed, um, Ian, as you just gave me on that. So that's kind of where we're rolling with it. And do I think it's going to get worse? Yeah, probably. But that took a lot of range. I don't know if you guys understand how much range. That's not an easy song to sing. And if the Packers make the playoffs, I'm going to bring out Whitney Houston. So oh, beware. No. <laughs> Please make the playoffs. All right. Please. I know. No kidding. I think I might be rooting against Go that back. now to miss the playoffs just because of that. Mark Tauscher, Willie and Tausch. That's how you listen to him, of course, member of the Packers Ring of Honor. Thanks, Mark. God bless you, buddy. Thank you, guys. See you, man. Are you going to break out into uh, some sweet song here? Hey, look, every morning, morning coffee, I'll, I'll belt out some random tunes. And really? my dogs will break into a howl. I don't know if that's good. They're like, you know, approving what I can do or if they're just going, please, God, stop. I don't no, it's know. Like a, it's like a, you know how dogs can hear high-pitched noises that the right. rest of us can't and it bothers them? That's what I feel like it, they're reacting to. Probably. Yeah. They're like, then, then stop please make me, this. Please make this noise stop. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, we continue to react to the news of Aaron Rodgers, the New York Jets, and this season.